It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. New Jersey Devils 5, Pittsburgh Penguins 2, and the winning streak has come to an end for the boys in black and gold. They lose in a Metropolitan Division matchup against a team that was without their top three forwards, Timo Meyer, Nico Heischer, and Jack Hughes, all out for this one for the New Jersey Devils. They run 11 forwards, seven defensemen, and that was enough to get the job done and beat the Pittsburgh Penguins in a game that looked a lot like it did last season when these two teams went head-to-head. The top storyline in this one, the Penguins were allergic to momentum in this game, and you saw it in every single period. You saw it pretty much once or twice every single period, and it started early and often because they went up one to nothing early after coming out of the gates really hot. They looked good, a couple of grade-A opportunities, particularly for the Penguins' first line, and then eventually a lucky bounce whenever Jake Gensel tries to send a clearing attempt in. It deflects right on to Brian Russ's stick. He goes in and makes no mistake. All of a sudden, it's one to nothing. The Penguins have played well. The Devils are without their top three forwards, and you're thinking, okay, cool. This is going to be a good opportunity for the Penguins to potentially get a win over a team that they weren't able to do so last season. And then, unfortunately, they get a power play opportunity. That's uh, that's not the way that's supposed to go in the script, but they got a power play opportunity, and that was the worst thing that could have happened to them in that first period. Killed all their momentum because not only did they not create chances, they gave up two or three or four scoring chances to the New Jersey Devils that eventually the Devils capitalized on, and they gave that the tying game, the, they got the tying goal, excuse me, at that point in the game, and all the momentum was gone. The Penguins looked flat the rest of the period. Fortunately for them, though, they were able to build it back up in the second period, even went up 2-1 to one with another goal from Brian Rust, and then 38 seconds later, they take that momentum, and they lose it all again. 38 seconds later, the game is tied, and the Penguins once again have no men- momentum. And you can see the rest of the game, they never really got it back. Meanwhile, on the other side of things, the Devils, they didn't miss when they got the momentum. They went up 3-2 to two early in the third period, and they defended well after that until they were able to push that lead to two goals, and then eventually three goals with two quick goals midway through the third period to make it 5-2. to two. And at that point, 
the air was let out of the building. The air was let out of the Penguin sails, and the game was over. So a final score of 5-2 to two in this one. I know I kind of just did it, but let's go through our goal recap in this one a little bit more uh, specifically. Penguins went up one to nothing with that Brian Rust goal, like I mentioned. Jake Gensel gets his 13th assist on the season. Marcus Pedersen picks up his fifth assist, now officially has more points than Ricard Raquel, but I'll leave that for another day. Like I mentioned later in the first period, a shorthanded goal from the New Jersey Devils. Curtis Lazar scores his third of the season. Assist goes to Eric Halla, and that's where they went after one period, one to one. Second period began. Brian Rust, again, as I mentioned, scored another goal. This is ninth of the season. Assist goes to Eric Carlson, who gets his 11th, and Sidney Crosby, who gets his 10th. Another uh, you know, thing of note there, both of those players extend their point streak, as well as Jake Gensel, who extended it on the first goal. Each of them now... Over six games, Sidney Crosby leading the pack now with a 10-game point streak of his own. Nathan Bastian scored 38 seconds later to tie things up for the New Jersey Devils. That was his first of the year. Assist goes to Eric Howla and Dougie Hamilton. That's where we stood going into the third period, and it was all New Jersey from there. Jesper Bratt scores his eighth goal of the season. Listen, if they were without... Three of their best players, Jesper Bratt is without a doubt their fourth best player on the New Jersey Devils. He took over in this third period, getting that eventual game-winning goal early. Assists go to Luke Hughes and Curtis Lazar. A little bit later in the period, Dawson Mercer makes Tristan Jari look like a fool as he goes behind the net and goes back the other direction. Alexander Holtz has a wide-open net and makes it 4-2 with his fourth goal of the season and then just a, a little bit later I believe it was 20 to 25 seconds later Tyler Toffoli coming down the wing just blows one past Tristan Jari for his ninth of the season making it five to two and that is where things stood at triple zeros the Penguins you know the five game winning streak cured a lot of their ills but still in this game they just weren't able to get past the New Jersey Devils like I mentioned it looked exactly like all those games last season in that for one if it got to high event hockey, the Devils were just going to outpace the Pittsburgh Penguins. They did just that in this one. And two, the Penguins were unable to score more than two goals against the New Jersey Devils. They had two before the midway point of this game, but weren't able to get that that lucrative third goal. They did. They just have not been able to, to get against the New Jersey Devils. Let's move over to the three stars of the game. Third star, I'm going to give it to the Pittsburgh Penguins, Brian Rust. He scored a pair of goals in this one. He's on pace for 49 goals this season. And... You know, he's not going to get there, obviously. There's going to be dips. There's going to be peaks. There's going to be valleys in the season, but he's certainly performing well off the start. He now has, what did I say, nine goals in the team's first 15 games. Last year, it took him 33 games to get to the nine-goal mark, so good to see Brian Rust bouncing back the way he has this season and continues to be a big factor for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Second star in this one. Only picked up one assist, but I really liked what I saw from Dawson Mercer in this game. He was flying around all night long, and he had that beautiful assist on the Alexander Holtz goal that was the de facto dagger in the heart of the Pittsburgh Penguins in their winning streak. So a good game by Dawson Mercer. I thought he used his speed really well to put the Penguins defenders in tough situations, and that's going to be something that you're going to have to keep an eye out for because this Devils team, what they lacked in superstar ability last night, they had in spades when it came to speed and youth. So they, they gave the Penguins fits yesterday, and I think that's something that you're going to have to hope doesn't become the rule and is just the exception for teams like the New Jersey Devils, and we saw it happen with the Ottawa Senators a few weeks back. Number one star of this game is Jesper Bratt. He's having one hell of a season. Tallied two points in this game, one goal, one assist. And like I mentioned, when things got tough, when things were tied going into that last period, they needed somebody to step up and they were not 
with their star players in Hughes, Heashier, or Timo Meyer. Jesper Bratt's number four on that list, and he stepped up big time for the New Jersey Devils when they needed him most. He gets a goal and assist both in the third period of play, including the eventual game winner on a nice shot that beats Tristan Jari, one that maybe he'd like to have back, but a lot of those goals last night Tristan Jari would like to have back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Final thoughts on this one. The Penguins just abandoned everything that got them victories over the past few weeks. You know, it's questionable when you see a performance like that. Brian Russ simply said, you know, we're not good enough. We were not good enough. It was not enough energy that they brought to the game. It just, it was non-existent what they were trying to do last night against the New Jersey Devils. They just sleepwalked through that game. The defensive structure was not there. You know, they, they were poor on the, the forecheck. They were poor on the back check. They gave up way too many odd man rushes again. This is similar to the game against the St. Louis Blues earlier in the season that Mike Sullivan was absolutely furious after. So you're hoping that, hey, it was just one brain fart of a game. They can bounce back, especially with the schedule coming up. It does not get any easier. But, you know, not just was the defense bad. Tristan Jari was bad in this one. I said yesterday that he's the poison pill, that he could be great. He could be the reason the Penguins win games in some instances, but he can also be the reason the Penguins lose games. And he just doesn't have that middle ground. And last night, he was far beneath that middle ground. Last year, I dubbed Casey to Smith coin flip Casey because you never know what you're going to get. You're going to get either one side of the coin, which is Casey to Smith looking like he maybe should be a starting goaltender in this league, or you're going to get Casey to Smith looking like he's an AHL or maybe even ECHL goaltender at times. Tristan Jari's starting to look like the same thing. I mean, maybe not ECHL. That might be a bit harsh, but in a game like last night, the Penguins had no chance because Tristan Jari was not going to give them a chance in that game. The rest of the team didn't play well, but that doesn't absolve Tristan Jari from allowing a handful of pretty weak goals to the New Jersey Devils. Uh, and also, whatever was bothering Gino that kept him out of practice on Wednesday was clearly still bothering him on Thursday night. He was off his game, and you know he's going to get a pass because he might have been sick, but uh, you just need more from Evgeny Malkin in this one because, the, you know, when he is not performing well, let's not mention that uh, Ricard Raquel has struggled this season. Riley Smith can't carry a line on his own. And while Evgeny Malkin did have some glimmers of, of solid performance, he still just wasn't the Evgeny Malkin that the Penguins need him to be. And that might be because he was sick. It might just be because he had a bad game, but they need more from him. Uh, they needed more from everybody last night. It's not just Malkin. It's not just... You know, it's not just Tristan Jari. They needed more from everybody. The first line, I thought, played fairly decently. Uh, I think there was 
a couple of mistakes that they made, obviously, but you know, I, I think that night in and night out, your first line has been the best line, um, as it should be, but last night it was just not enough from anybody, including that first line, who had several mistakes that led to opportunities on the other end, but... Up next for the Pittsburgh Penguins, it keeps getting harder. Like I mentioned, they have a weekend back-to-back first in Carolina to take on the Hurricanes, a team that is uh, not missing their best players as of right now. Yes, Frederick Anderson, who has been really good in net for them, is probably not going to play. I'm not sure how long he's going to be out for with his medical issue, but they still have some pretty good goaltenders. Antti Ranta, Pyotr Kachekov, if they're in there, they're going to be good and give the Carolina Hurricanes a chance to win. And that team on paper is just absolutely stacked. So the Penguins have their work cut out for them against the Carolina Hurricanes, a team that they did not beat last season. 0-2-2 all games coming in a one-goal variety, but the Penguins not able to get over the hump against them. That Saturday, and then on Sunday at 6 p.m. special start time, they take on the defending Stanley Cup champion Vegas Golden Knights. So, if they come out and perform the way they did on Thursday, you could be looking at three straight losses and right back to where they were at before that five-game win streak, which is outside the playoffs with all of the outside noise getting louder and louder. But, Let's hope that this was the exception and not the rule on Thursday night. They had a poor performance, but hopefully they can just wipe the slate clean, go out there on Saturday and Sunday, and play the way they had the previous five games, which was stout defensively, solid goaltending, and opportunistic excuse me, on the offensive side. They weren't that on Thursday, and it cost them with a loss by the score of 5-2. That's all for this one. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere. You get your podcasts.